Hello everyone and welcome to the Power 9 Podcast, the number one MTG podcast from Singapore. Or at least we self-proclaim that it is. You self-proclaim. Is, right? What do you mean I self-proclaim? You are you are agreeing to it. We are, you know, we are in this together. Uh, my name is Mick. I'm one of your hosts alongside the blood artist at Wintan. Good morning. Yeah. Uh, your new nickname should be Tasty Coma Wife though. Tasty? Tasty Coma Wife Because What's uh, that TKS yeah. eh Yeah TK, TCW oh, TCW yeah, how, yeah, did, yeah, how does yeah. TKS Equal sorry. Tasty Coma I'm Wife sorry I'm sorry <laughs> That's uh, a <laughs> Obviously TKS. Obviously not awake yet Yeah You didn't have coffee This morning no, In I, fact I, I had, had tea Tea uh, We should have Some amount of caffeine But it's okay uh, How are we there doing There is this caffeine morning? in tea Yeah there is a lot of caffeine in tea Actually uh, yeah, How I are we doing this we're morning okay Last minute preparation work yeah for the show well it's always this way with spoilers like the spoilers come out on Friday night well, we just night. saw it this morning yeah uh, the spoilers just came out on Friday night and uh, now we are trying to you know grab together all the sealed strategies uh, and this set is a little special because it's 297 cards uh, so biggest it's the biggest set so far what uh are I you sure? I believe no. Urza Saga is big. Urza Saga is way bigger. Uh, but this set seems you don't compare to anything to Urza Saga. Man. Yeah, yeah. Urza Saga. No, Urza Saga is big, and then it became very small because of after all the bands Urza's were in place. Block is I combo know. winter, yo. It's a good. It's a good magic block. <laughs> the best. Bring magic back Urza, block, please. Yeah. Uh, Do you think we're gonna see Urza again? Yes, I hope so. I hope we get Urza as a planeswalker, man. Like that's that's gonna be the ultimate uh throwback. Yeah, and he's just gonna have a minus ten. Planeswalker of all planeswalkers. Yeah. He's the daddy o of planeswalkers. Jace, step aside. Yeah. Uh no, Urza probably gonna be five colours. No, no, no. Urza has to be blue. Has to be blue? Yeah. His brother Mishra is red and then turned Grixis. No, Mishra yeah, Mishra is Grixis. Mishra is red. The card is Grixis. He's an artifact. Yeah, but the card is a Grixis card. Yeah. Uh, of course, Mishra did not become a planeswalker, as we all know. Sadly. Uh, trying to become a planeswalker through all his uh, artifacts and stuff. We're not talking about Urza today. Yeah. We're talking about Innistrad. Yeah, we're talking about Sorin. We're talking about Nahiri. Uh, yeah, I made a lot of Taylor Swift references last week. I know. Yeah. Everybody knew. I see what you did there. Uh, Alright, so uh, before we begin, uh, you are listening to the Power 9 Podcast. Uh, you can find us every week on our website, power9podcast.com. You can find us on Facebook. No, before that, you can find us on mtgcast.com. Uh, it's a great site for MTG podcasts. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, if you're iTunes, leave us a review. Uh... Not now. Listen to the episode and then like give us five stars. Or give us one star. Whatever. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Power9Podcast. On Instagram at Power9Podcast. On Twitter at Power9Podcast. The 9 is number 9. And then you can find us on YouTube as well. Well, I didn't arrange that properly. We, we should, should put, put YouTube, YouTube first. first. Yeah. I know. It was Jinx. on my mind but you were talking. so. Yeah. No, you should interrupt me. That's why I said write it down. Yeah. Now, all these new things I have to commit to memory is like just messing my mojo Just write up, it man. down. Yeah, okay, I'll write it read down. Read it out and then you'll get used to it. Uh, so this week, we're going to talk a lot about spoilers and we're going to talk about sealed strategies or at least what we think. Again. Yeah. I hate spoiler season because we, like, we have to dedicate whole shows. We might as well do like spin-off shows just for spoilers, yeah. We should actually. Yeah, we should. We should break it up. Then we can talk like hours on end about spoilers. Power 9 things. spoilers. Yeah. Uh, Power 9 spoilers Actually there's only 9 of them So Alright you're right <laughs> uh, They've been spoiled Very 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 long, very long time ago, ago. Well <laughs> They're on the reserve list By the way uh, So uh, But before we begin But first uh, Let's talk about Our week in magic uh, So what did you do This week in magic Nothing Silence well, you were supposed to go for the Ravnica draft. What did you do? Why did you la. go? Oh, had, come on. had a life of my own. Nah, man. Sorry, it's original man. Ravnica How seal. How do you do? 
Uh, I did. I uh, did. So for yeah. those for those listeners who don't know what's going on, um, Grey Ogre Games yeah. held a Good Friday return to real Ravnica draft. Yeah, uh, we no, were, sealed. Yeah, and we were streaming it too, man. Yeah, you were trying Twitch. to stream it. So what do you mean trying? Basically, it's a, stre- it's 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 sealed. Yeah, but with the, the real Ravnica. Ravnica. So yeah. it's Ravnica, uh, tournament pack, Dissension booster pack, and a guild guild pack. Guild pack, guild yeah. pack booster pack. Yeah. Uh, it's a strange format. I've never played the format before. I, I kind of understand the format uh, as being one of those that you can have 14 lands. If you've got enough clue stones, if you've got enough, uh, not clue Signet. stones, signets, yep. uh, if you've got enough carous, you definitely can play, uh, you know, a 14 or 15 land deck. And it's a four color format. So it's amazing. Uh, of course, my experience with it with it wasn't that amazing because I o- did not open up that many Karoos. And, and it went like 1-4? Yeah, I went 1-4. It was a really shitty, shitty, shitty draft. Well, you suck. <laughs> yeah, I suck. Uh, yeah, but... But how was, how was the stream? Oh, the stream was fantastic. Uh, if you guys want to follow the stream, I stream games. Uh, we're helping... Grey Ogre Games right now doing the stream soon they'll have their own channel hopefully soon uh, and uh, yeah we well we were streaming and we had uh, some yeah some players uh, we had a blast streaming though there was a lot of colour commentary from the players itself uh, some guy went like land uh, land land clue stone and then uh, wrecking ball uh, the bounce land from the opponent. Oh, uh, the leaving land. yeah, leaving him with nothing on turn three, and somebody came in from the side and said, "I came in like a wrecking ball." <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. That's cool. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was that was kind of a gross, disgusting match because on turn three, like you start off with one mana again, which is very very which sucks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but besides the Ravnica seal, I mean, uh, not much I can talk about. I went Bor- I went Mardu, which was okay. Uh, it's just that, you know, I didn't have a lot of bombs. Uh, and my bombs were cool, but, uh, you know, I didn't have a lot of cards that activated them. Um, the, the rest of the week, I went to play Modern. I got a draft, I think, this week. Uh, modern was fun, although I didn't do very well. Uh, but that was fun. Still playing your blue white. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's a really fun deck to play. Um, really hits. Uh, what what's that deck? In fact, really, really very hard. Okay. They just don't have hexproof, and all my, you know, all my permanents kind of interact with their permanents. Uh, almost at instant speed. If you got Aether Vile, yeah, I thought you don't yeah, have yeah, that was quite fun to to play with and. I mean to play against, and it looks like fun to pi- a fun deck to pilot. Yeah, uh, it it requires you to have a lot of des- there are a lot of decision points as and, with magic. Yeah, and every week I learn a new interaction. Uh, and last week I learned the uh, flicker wisp into another flicker wisp will allow you to bounce your flicker wisp so that on your end step it returns bounces one of their permanents so that they can't use it for their turn. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But so you if to, you don't have... You have to bounce your Flicker Wiz. Yeah, you have to bounce your Flicker Wiz first. It's the same, it well, basically, it's the same thing as having... Uh, Aetherval. And, 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 and then dropping and Flicker Wiz. Yeah, so if you don't have okay. Aetherval, like, that's, that's what you can do. You can do. Yeah, okay. it's amazing. Uh, yeah, Which is also why I run that 3-1 Detainer, uh, detainer guy. Yeah, Leaves Leaf Sky Knight. Uh, yes, Leaf Sky Knight. Yep. So... Yeah, I I really like the deck a lot, a lot, a lot. I I say that every week. Go check it out. Uh, tapped out. Look for seismic, and uh, yeah. I'm. I should change my nick on all the social. Media yeah, standardize it. Yeah, go, go search on uh, tapped out for the Asian judge. Then, uh, I'll go change it in a while. Is that all we're doing in Magic this week? Oh, we bought some deck fadens. Well, you, I yeah. Did you, did you guys win it? I don't know. We won the we won the auction. Okay, but the, uh, guy, has the guy hasn't contacted okay. us yet. You should just go there. When, well, it was below uh, the TCG mid price, so it was I, okay. Like, uh, yeah, hundred and fifty for f- for a playset. Yeah, and that's about that's just over a hundred USD for a playset. Yeah, that's pretty it's good. Decent decent price. 
Uh, and then next set. That fade and reprints. <gasps> Next duo deck. No. <laughs> Why would you do that, Wizards? Why? <laughs> what? 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 Oh, and this week we discovered deck Faden. Well, I didn't discover, but I knew deck Faden's uh, foil multiplier is way yeah. above the right. normal foil 12, multiplier. 13 times? Yes. Crazy. 400 USD. It's crazy. Foil. I think it's because uh, the set is very limited. Yes. It, it's not limited. It's an unlimited run. We still have lots of conspiracy boxes out there. And it's because people, people aren't opening people it. People aren't opening it. That's yeah. why. Uh, the problem with conspiracy is that you have to put aside time to play. Uh, and you have you really do have to find... Uh, eight people. To eight play, people. Yeah. That's the most when it's most fun. And uh, when you play in your groups of four... You've got to, you know, dedicate that time to play because uh, multiplayer games do go long. Let's do that sometime. Yeah. I, I want to play Conspiracy again. Again, yeah. Let's well, then box. again, uh, Conspiracy Two the, is coming yeah, out, dude. Electric Boogaloo is coming. Out, yeah. So. yeah. Please, we'll wait for that. please change the name. Everybody who listens to the show, if you do listen to the show, uh, please go and hashtag Watsi, change the name to Electric Boogaloo. Uh, no, we'll start. Uh, we'll start the. Uh, Trending hashtag. Trending hashtag. MTG Electric Boogaloo. Okay. Yeah. I'll leave that to you. <laughs> I'll do it later. Uh, <laughs> so, let's talk about spoilers. Let's finish up the spoiler talk and then we'll go into yeah, we'll suit just, strategy. We'll just touch on a few more that Co- we want to talk about. Yeah. Close out the spoilers. It's, it's a huge set. Man, this it, is... It looks like a fun set. Well, I hope so. Like I think it will affect standard in a very big way. Also, because standard is rotating out from the previous set of standards, so we're gonna lose dragons. Uh, sorry, we're gonna lose Khans, and we're gonna no lose, more fetch lands. Uh, yeah, no more fetch lands. No New more lands, try lands. No. Yep. no more siege rhino. Yes. No more siege rhino. Yeah. Uh, so this, I someone did an illustration online. Siege rhino on a merry-go-round, <laughs> rotating. <out. laughs> Yes, yes, Finally. please. Get that stupid piece of crap out of here. Uh, no, Siege Rhino is a very good card. In fact, it's way too know good. That. Yeah. It, it has to go. Come on. What the hell? Uh, so, what were we talking about again? Siege Rhino. Rotating. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rotation, yeah. So, uh, it's going to be pretty exciting. Now we only have five sets. Uh so with just to be sure, Origins is not going out with cans. No, no, no. So Dragons Origins is going to be in that block, and then we're going to have uh, Dragons of Takir. Yeah, Dragons of Takir. It's got and Origins is going to be one block. Yes. So it's not. So that's like one block together ish. Uh, quote unquote, like air quotes. Then one block. Wouldn't Fetchlands still be in because no Fetch- Dragons was not in uh Fetchlands were not in Dragons. It is, it is. It was randomly No, that was in Fate Reforge. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So Fate is uh dra uh Khans and Fate are rotating out. So a big and small set are rotating out. Okay. A big set and Origins is also a big set are gonna stay. So Jace is gonna stay. So Unfortunately so or fortunately. Origins and Dragons. Origins and Dragons. When will they rotate out? When the next uh, set is released. Yeah, after whatever comes after Innistrad, which I hope will be a space-themed... Uh, Space-themed. Or cowboy-themed. This thing. I don't know. Wild West. Come on, no, man. Guns. Just, just revisit an old plane. Just Lasers! Keep, just, just keep doing that. Just pew, keep pew, doing pew, that. Pew, 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 Keep going back to... I don't know. Stop going back to places. Dinosaurs! Time to go back to Theros, man. Elspeth. The black-white Elspeth. MTG Primal. Come on. We have no. Far Cry Primal. Why can't we have MTG Primal? Where uh, do you think they will go next? Did they announce what's after in this right? No. Not yet? Conspiracy 2. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah, the huge the huge spoiler <laughs> conspiracy in standard. Yeah! That would be really quite gross. Stifles and... Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I mean Conspiracy 2. I don't think they will do Stifle again. Wheel of the Council? <laughs> no, yeah. they're just going to do Eternal Masters. Now, really eternal. <laughs> eternal Masters. Le- you can play every Standard format. legal for this. Modern for legal. This, yeah, standard legal and modern legal. Yeah, let's just break the entire format, people, yeah. and like play with the most broken cards, like Force of Will. Break magic. Uh, sure. Let's introduce new players into this crazy world of like combo winter. Uh, what were we talking about again? 
I don't, spoilers, I don't know. right? Spoilers. We're gonna go to spoilers. Gonna spoilers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Right. Let's talk about the new lands that came out. So last week we did talk about the uh, enemy colored tap, tap lands. lands. Yeah. Uh, so this week we're gonna talk about another set of tap lands. New cycle of rare lands. Yeah. Uh, this one's interesting. It's a check. It's also a check land. But it checks your hand. Checks your hand. Yeah. yeah. So as this land enters the battlefield, you may reveal a land type so basically if this land is a let's say it's a pot town, pot town yeah so yep. pot town produces red uh, sorry white and blue yep so as pot town enters the battlefield you may review a plains or island card from your hand if you don't pot town enters the battlefield tap yeah so it's a check land the old check lands were uh as it enters the battlefield it checks if you have a land of that type if you don't it comes in it enters the battlefield tap uh, so these are pretty good, and these work with uh, battle lands. Yeah, the battle lands, yep. uh, because the battle lands are you know uh, uh, those types. But what I don't like is that they are the same color as you know as the battle lands, uh, which probably is intentional. So what's the good job? Yeah, so they are ally colored basically. Trying to make dual lands, trying to make dual colors. Also, we lands. have ten, ten, ten different combinations oh, of lands in the dual set. Lands, yeah. yeah. Because in this set, the tapped lands are enemy colored, and, and then the, the rare lands are ally colored. Ally colored. Yep. Cool. So you can play well technically in a draft or in a sealed. You could play a three color deck, but uh, well, we wouldn't recommend it. Uh, though you can splash because these lands are uncommon. Easy. Yeah, so it's, it's easy to splash. Li- it's easier to splash, uh, but not as easy as uh, it was in cans. Yeah. Well, these rare lands, at worst, they are, they come into play tap. Yeah, as with all your your uncommon lands. So yeah, these are great for no, no like turn deal. one, yeah. turn one, turn two lands to just drop. Uh, okay, so that's the lands. Uh, I think they're quite cool. Some of the lands have um flavor text though. Did you? Yeah, Port Town, uh, a haunted fog known as the Nibelgast shrouds the cities along the Falias coast. It's quite inconsistent. Yeah. They should either have flavor text for all or on flavor text none. for none. Yeah. There was a uh, Paul over the pages, I think, had a reference to a choke to the choked estuary. Uh but yeah. Okay. The, uh, that's there was, the have, have you seen the conspiracy uh Ugin's insight? Uh he was saying that uh there will be only three uh what they they came as three, mm-hmm. so he remember this. They came as three, uh, uh, and then on all the clue cards. So there's six clue cards in all. If you you know you map out, uh, it there are words in each of them that, uh, mimic exactly. Remember this. They came as three. Oh okay. Uh, remember this. They came as three. Yeah, all six. So, uh, clue cards as in clue tokens? Yeah, the clue tokens. Oh, so there are six different clue tokens. There are six different clue tokens, and if you, you, you look at it properly, uh, each one of them has only one word that goes back to Ugin's insight. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, well, a big conspiracy, obviously, that uh, Emraku is the guy behind this. If you look at uh, Dreadwaters, no, not Dreadwaters, what was that card uh, that bounces everything? Jeez. <coughs> uh man, where is that card? It's got a giant wave in it. Uh yeah. Engulf the shore. If you look at Engulf the Shore, there's a tentacle like creature in the background of uh the wave, if you notice properly. It might be a kraken or it might be something else. Mm. Um, I'm sorry, I'm just looking at the tokens on the set. Yeah. Nice angel token. Yeah, uh, yeah. the art like is one very... Of the best angel token. No, the best angel token is from um, Zendika. Zendika? Yeah, the original Zendika. The one with the uh, halo over the yeah, head. That the, one's the one with sweet. the halo covering their eyes. Actually. Yeah, that one's sweet, man. I see. Uh, okay, so let's talk about the, another type of spoiler. The one that you are very excited about. Prized. Not very Malgum. excited, but it looks like one of the cards where it will be useful in modern. Mm, I think it will be useful, yeah. 
Well, uh, modern modern is where you can activate it yeah, a lot. I think modern dredge will try this because this with blood gust it's pretty cool. It's, yeah. Uh, all right. So we have blood gust and uh, what's you, what you call it? Um, the Vengevine. Vengevine is banned in modern. It's not. Oh, it's not. It's not. Okay. Yeah, Vengevine. Uh, okay. So we have price amalgam one, generic one blue one black. Three three. Three three. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield. If it entered from your graveyard or you cast it from your graveyard, return prize amalgam from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped at the beginning of the next end step. Pretty good. Three mana for three three. That's uh that's a good rate. Uh, it can block by the way, and you basically get to cast it for free if you get something from your graveyard back onto the battlefield. Yeah, so and you can get Blood Gas back for free. For free. You so can... Have a fetch land, crack that at the end of your opponent's turn and you get stuff back. Yeah. yeah! No, you can't crack it at the end of your opponent's turn. You have to crack it... Uh, Before their end turn. Their second main phase. Yeah, second main phase. At the end of the second main phase because if you do it at the end turn, what's this going to happen? Price Amalgam doesn't come back. It comes yeah. back during yeah. your, your end, end step. Yep, yep, yep. So... Try not to do that, people. It's cool. Uh, I really do like this uh, card. Bloodgust works very well with it. I think uh, uh, Vine. trash players will try to play this. Mm. Yeah. There is a lot of... yeah. You were mentioning just now there was a lot of graveyard hate. Uh, not, well, not a lot, but easily accessible. Yes, they, if, especially if you're playing white. In the name of Relic of Progenitus. Every deck can play that card. So. Uh, yeah, Relic and... Uh, and, well, the, the white graveyard hoses. Yeah, man. Rest in peace is... It won't stop people card. from trying this card, I'm sure. Of course. Uh, man, right now, I'm just going to do an aside, uh, but uh, in modern right now, people are playing a lot of ba- Coco, Bunt Coco, mm-hmm. or um, not... I still want to try Coco. out the Death Cloud deck. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm not bored of my Eldrazi, but... You gotta try something else. Yeah, because I'm not. I'm not gonna change it to a, to a white blue Eldrazi. <laughs> they're gonna ban it anyway. They're gonna, yeah, they're gonna ban it anyway. So time they're gonna to ban Drowner of Hope. What? <laughs> Why would to, you do that? Time to move on. Ah oh, man, it has been fun. You tried. It you was tried. a lot cooler when I was the hipster. Yeah, not anymore. I was playing it before. It was cool. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Uh, this one I like a lot. Triskaidophobia. It's a black card. Magic teaching us new words every set. Uh, if you did not know, Triskaidophobia is the fear, not the fear, but the fear of the obsession of number 13. Yep. Uh, which is very... <laughs> well, 13 is like a bad luck number. Yep. And Triskaidophobia, sorry. Yeah. Extreme, supersti- extreme superstition regarding the number 13. Uh... So, this card is cool. Let's talk about the number 13. Yeah. So, first off. First off, it's three colorless. And one, one black. black. So It's one, three. What they could have done was it's just the, to the, rearrange, just yeah. for this card alone, they just rearrange, rearrange the number. Yeah. So, it's one that'll black be quite, that'll be and cool, three. So, uh, or they could have made it a colorless artifact. That would be cool. Then you have like a one and a three. Then you know uh. that they're doing it on purpose. Uh, so, it's an enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, choose one. Each player with exactly 13 life loses the game. Then each player gains one life. Or each player with exactly 13 life loses the game. Then each player loses one life. So you have to do one of these uh, at the beginning of the game. So if you've got 13 life, like you're dead. Uh, so the thing is, each line of ability has exactly 13 words. Yeah. Uh, so rewind the tape go count uh, so each one has 13 words if and you look in the art yeah so in the art there's a guy running off with uh, his hat ho- you know with his hand holding his hat like running in fear and uh, if you look at it it's a scene in a house in a hut count the number of uh, kitchen utensils there are 13 the pots that are hanging. Yeah. Yeah. There's 13 of those. Count the number of the blood, blood drips. Yeah. There are 13. Count the number of wall boards. There are 13 piece planks of wood. 
count the number of ceiling boards. There are 13 planks of wood. Do you count? Yes. Do you count the ceiling boards? Yep. Okay. okay, count the fireplace. There are 13 pieces on one side of... Uh, 13 pieces of stone on one side. And if you count the the covering over the fireplace, the arc over the fireplace, there's 13 pieces as well. There are 13 pieces of wood in the fireplace and there are 13 shards of uh, plate on the floor. The, uh, that's a table? That's Oh, that's a table? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, that's a floor. No, no, that's It looks a like a floor. Yeah. So there's 13 shards of whatever that is on the floor. There is 13 everywhere in this. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. No, only 11 references to 13. It would be awesome if there were 13 references to 13, but that's way too much uh, to be put in. What are you counting? Or oh, the, the artist's name? 13. Yeah. 13 letters, yeah. William Murai. Yeah. So there are cool, cool. 12 references to 13 uh, in, the, in the card. But actually, no. There are 13 references to 13 if you exclude the... Uh, the number on the top. And Triscodophobia, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, no, 17 letters. Uh, it would be <laughs> damn awesome if like Triscodophobia had like 13 letters. Words, yeah. like, people will go crazy. This the is cool, man. Triscodo- yeah. This is flavor overload. What see, you win. You... Yeah. Absolutely win. You have take my money. I want. I mean, it is. I want thirteen sh- pieces. It's of It's a shit cut, even for EDH. But it's hilarious. It's hilarious, yeah. Uh, I'm. You know, what's he just take my money? I want thirteen pieces of this card, please. Should buy thirteen pieces of foils of this card. <laughs> it's gonna be worth nothing. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, so I'm on MTG Mythic spoilers. Mm-hmm. There is a there is a comment. So there are 13 rivets on the barrel. Holy On top smokes. of what you just said. What? Uh, 13 tree branches in the forest. I didn't notice that. that. You need to look out of the window for that. Holy smokes. 13 non-letter words in the top ability choice. Oh yeah, those are <sighs> the ability, yeah. Oh my goodness. And there are 13 thirteens. Yeah. See? That's crazy! Oh my god! He didn't mention the artist's name the though. Artist Am name. I wrong? So now there's 14. Am I wrong? William yeah. Murai. William 4, 5, 6, 7, uh, plus 5. No, there's 12 letters. Oh, okay. Including I mean, the space is. Oh, right, no, let's not include 13. the space. That's pushing it. Yeah, so. Cool. 13. Oh my 13. goodness. We broke this card. Yeah. What's he? You will find me like if you open this pack, it's like reciting the name of Hastul or Cthulhu. Like you go mad. You like just drop on the floor. Like um, what do you call it? Uh, you know, just shivering. Uh, but it's it's hilarious. Each player with exactly thirteen life just loses. Finish. That's the game. That's but the it's game well. It's at the beginning of your upkeep. So, <laughs> I I can't imagine like. You you have your opponent, uh, he's at 13 life on your turn 4. You cast this card. And then you cast this card and he's got no way to gain or lose life. And immediately he just loses on your turn and like, yeah, the game went like 5 turns. Uh, he yeah. died. Sure. He's oh. just gonna do that one, this is one white mana gain 5 life. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's a cool card though, I mean, if, <laughs> if, if someone can win, this, win with this in, in pre-release. Please, I mean, yeah, please take a photo. Like, I want to see yeah. the board state in which uh, this happened. And uh, yeah, uh, the unfortunate thing is that you could also lose two because it's a must. You oh, must do player. one of these. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. So, uh, so he could essentially swing you down to 13. To 13 and, and then, this could backfire on you. So would it be a draw? It'll be a draw if both players are thir- 13. This okay. is the same thing as, uh, what's that? Dragon's Rage. Sakan, uh, sorry, Sakan's Rage, where it deals 5 damage to you uh, to target creature or player. If you don't control a dragon, you take 3 damage yourself. Um, so if you're not going to win, outright win, you know you could do Sakan's Rage, make a draw, and then start a new game. 
you know. So just putting it out there, people. Uh all right, so let's talk about are we done with the spoilers? Well, there's a lot more spoilers. Go head down to Mythic Spoiler. I like that site a lot. Uh for spoilers. You can also look at uh where do we usually go to to the Mythic spoilers? spoilers. Mythic spoiler, yeah. Yeah. Well, we do in a lot of different places, but yeah, you can look anywhere you want. So that's all for the spoilers. Yeah. So Oh, you want to talk about strength? Strength of arms? Uh well, it's more of a complaint than a talk. Okay, than fine. Uh, right, rent. Hashtag rent. We're okay. going to put a, a side here. So for this, can you just note down the timestamp for this? All right. Because you need to put a picture up. Okay. Um, just let me go to the card. Do, 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 strength of arms. Uh, strength no, I can, of arms. I can okay, explain. so strength of arms is a one white instant. Target creature gets plus two, plus two on your end of turn. If you control an equipment, put a 1-1 white human soldier token onto the battlefield. That's not the point. Yeah. The point is the art. <laughs> this looks like a sick art of Talia. Yeah, man. And a cool, I don't know. She a looks, pose. It's a, it's a cool pose. She's covering her boobs, though. Um, It's a gesture. It's, she's not covering her boobs. <laughs> it's like a, I don't know. A gesture. She, she's pointing her sword. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Her sword's pointed out. Yeah, so... It's a cool art. It's a common card. She's got green eyes, I just realized. They are wasting this art. Yeah, it looks really cool, man. Like this have this I'm pretty sure somewhere along the way, this and the WMCQ art was swapped. Was swapped. Yeah, this would for look, some reason. Because this, this one look looks a lot better as the WMCQ promo. Yeah. And if you look at the WMCQ card, he the she's it's basically a zoomed in of, of her face with, with her sword. sword right she's doing the lionel thing yeah like, it, it, this that art suits this card instead because it's about if you control equipment you put a you put a one one soldier yeah. token so her sword is that equipment get it yeah well yeah so i why? get it i get it i'm so I'm, why i don't understand i want to see the foil of this though because the foil of the It'll wmcq look good. looks good anyway uh, but maybe the art doesn't look too flavorful. It's uh, yeah. But this one's sweet, man. Like her yeah, hair's like everywhere, and her eyes will like definitely glow. And her sword, there's a little, you know, there's a little highlight on the end of her sword. So looks pretty cool. Although her sword, I have to complain. Like her sword kind of looks a bit weirdo type of, you know. It's like a fence. Yeah, it's it's like a rapier. For, yeah, it's a rapier. It's a rapier, but uh, you know the hilt's very decorated. Uh, I like Talia a lot. I mean, you know, even playing on more in modern this week, uh, Talia just broke games because uh, I would Aether Vial. I'll activate the Aether Vial. Ask my opponent, would you like to respond? He says no, and then I drop the Talia, and then now you really can't respond. Uh, and then I take my turn, and you lose. So. Uh, Talia is such a game warping. I've already mentioned a thousand times. Like my favorite game warping is a strong word. She game... still she still dies, but she still it, dies. It's but just it's... a little bit more work for your opponent. Yeah, no, dude, it's so game warping because it's not game warping. Especially you play against. It, it is not game warping. But it is. It is not game warping. You change the rules of the game. You now you have you to just, pay you one just extra. Add, add text to what your opponent's gonna do. I quit. I'm going home. Yeah. Okay, but no, I'm already at home. Uh, okay, so uh, strength of the arms. Go check it out. Uh, cool right. art, very cool art. Bad card. Uh, it's okay. It's a it's a trick. It's a very good combat trick for one mana. Uh, let's go talk about the uh, sealed strategies. Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in sealed, the general strategy, and we've mentioned this many many other times, is to fit the most amount of removal into your deck and then have the least number of colors yeah and and have, have the most number of bombs as well have the most number of bombs yeah yeah but removal is always key uh and when we talk about removal it's got to be that's solid the, that's the easy way to to play yeah. still the hard way is to of course find build around interactions and find synergies within your pool of lousy crap cards yeah so if you don't have a lot of, win the game. yeah if you don't have a lot of removal that's when you have to go to plan b to uh go wide Build an entire deck around creatures and just <laughs> investigate. You know, yeah, do the investigate thing, and you need to plan your curve and stuff like that. It's well, you still have to plan your curve anyway. So well, true. Uh, 
Right. Um, so let's take a look at the sealed strategies. So the main, the main. Well, not that the spoilers are out. I'm quite disappointed with the man, the new madness cards at least. Yeah, they're kind of underpowered. I I didn't get to play with madness back then. So you were telling me. I've never played with uh, Wild Mongrel. Yeah, Wild Mongrel. Wild Mongrel is basically a madness enabler, unlimited. Uh, because it's it's just discard a card. You you can do it any amount of times in your turn. Discard a card, it gets plus two, plus two, right? Plus, plus one, plus one, I think. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, um. Anyway, so for madness in this set, one other card, well, two other cards for limited that I think will will be quite good. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is it's good in multiple. One is it's good. Period. Just on its own, yeah. yeah. So the one that's good on its own uh, is the blue bound spell. Oh, uh, the... Uh, uh, just the wind. Sorry? Is it just the wind? No. I... Yeah, yeah. Just the wind. It bounces. Uh, madness. Yeah, just the wind. So it's two mana instant. Return target creature to its own hand. And madness for one blue. Yeah, so it's, it's a very tempo card. Yep. Um... Uh, very good for you know. It's just it's just a very good card all altogether. Uh, and the other one that's good in multiples. Uh, well, not even in multiples. If you can, if you have lots of madness uh, enablers, I think this one would be quite good. Elms of the Vein. Oh, so yeah. it's three mana sorcery. It's it's uh two colors, one black sorcery. Target opponent loses three life, and you gain three life. And madness is just one black. Yeah. So it's a lot like Fury Temper. Fury Temper deals three damage to target creature or player. And mm-hmm. uh, it's it's the same casting cost basically. Three to three to cast and one for madness. Uh yeah, but it's just different different colors. In, uh, uh different color and different um casting speed. So one's instant, fiery temper is instant and uh if you use the madness, uh it's you you do it anytime you discard a card. Yeah. So yeah. that one is uh instant speed. So you can do it at instant speed. Uh it's it's a six life point swing for one mana. Uh, very good. It's very good. If you have enough enablers, if you have enough of these cards, uh, like if you have enough of Fury Temple and Elms of the Vein, I think it's a it's easy to you know play madness. So let's talk about the madness enablers then. Disappointing. What do you mean disappointing? They're okay. They are trying to make it a level game. You have never played with Wild Mongrel. I know I've never played with Ma- Wild Mongrel, but I mean, like, that's why... Well, I guess in Limited, it works. You uh, know who's played with Ma- Wild Mongrel? Mark Rosewater. Okay. And Mark Rosewater says no. No. No um, Wild Mongrel in this set. Well, the closest we have to Wild Mongrel is Heir of Falcon Wrath. Oh, man. We talked about that during the Same first time. We... So it's one colors, one black, two, one. Discard a card, transform. Activate this ability only once each turn. Oh man, the so transform they, version is just So sick. they made sure that you can only use it once per turn. Once per turn. You and can, with her, you can only use it once. Yeah, and I think she she might be the best enabler in the set. Yeah, 3-2 flyer. Because uh, it's free. And it's uh, free on, top, on top of the, the two looters that we're going to talk about later. Mm. And then when she's transformed, she's a 3-2 flyer. Yeah, so good. So good. 3-2 with... So it's a two mana, think of it this way. Two mana, two cards for 3-2 flyer. Your extra card could have been cast anyway if you've got madness. She's uh, 3-2 evasion, that's crazy. Uh, you know, in a tempo game, like that's, you know, that's going to lock, lock you out really fast. Yeah, I mean, even in like say an aggro game, it's, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, you could drop Elms of the Vein to her or you drop Fury Temple oh, to her. Oh man, that's like... Or you could drop... Fiery Temple with uh, Air of the Falcon Ruff is pretty good. Mm. The other card that's really good with uh, Air of the Falcon Ruff Lightning is... Lightning Axe. Yeah. Uh, those are really good enablers. This is a... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Lightning Axe well, as an enabler. Yeah, okay. Lightning Axe is an enabler. But the other one, Incorrigible Use. Oh yeah. We oh man. That. Yeah. It's a, that is another good Decent minus, minus two card. mana. You get that two one. If it doesn't die, uh, or you you know you could do it in response to. So it's on curve basically yeah. two mana. The next turn three mana, three for mana if, use. yeah for the use, and then you swing for six, seven. Incorrigible use is four, a four three. Four three on, you swing for seven. Yeah. Woohoo! It's awesome. Man. Uh, solid, solid. Yeah. Um, so we talk about the other madness enabler. Uh, which is also a very good card. Mm. Uh, where is that? Ghoul Steed. 
Gustid is uh It's a horse. It's a horse. It's four and a black. Uh you want this to go into your graveyard. Uh it allows you to discard two cards, although you have to pay for it. Two uh two generic and black. Uh discard two cards, return Gustid from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped. You can do this at the end of your opponent's turn. You get four. Isn't four. this like the blue rare? Uh yes, it's like the blue rare. Uh the blue rare is actually really very good. Yeah, but it's un- we're talking about uncommon yeah. because it's easier. It's easier to open because, and these are the things that you're gonna play because, against. Because the rares are the rares are rarely there. Uh no. Uh, man, I've gotta deal with this during uh D and D sessions and now you nah I quit. I'm going home. Uh okay, so ghost it pretty good. Uh because you can do it at the end of turn. Uh Especially if you have madness stuff in your hand. Mm. Uh, although, disclaimer, you have to pay three mana to use this. Uh, yeah, I personally kind of, don't like... You don't like uh, this one? The enablers where you need to spend more than two mana. Yes, that's yeah. true. Uh, because, you know, well, this, I'm spoiled. Well, this is... Like that. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is what we have. Madness set without wild mongrel? I'm not playing this, man. <laughs> what bullshit is this? <laughs> Well then, you're not playing on Saturday. Uh, air of the f- uh, so air of the fucker Okay, so the other really good madness enabler we have is uh, this one's also free, three mana, three generic and a red mana. What's the card name? It's a mad prophet. Yep. Reprint from Reprint. the last set. Uh, I the art's more realistic. The last set's art is really quite cool. It's just very cartoony guy. Wayne Reynolds, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, so this one has haste. It's a 2-2. Tap, discard a card, draw a card. So uh, you could... So in this case... Ah, okay. So I have to explain something about madness. It's changed over... Yeah, it's changed. Uh, I just realized that the text has changed for madness. Yeah, okay. So now, right, madness goes to exile. It's a mandatory yeah, go when, to yeah, exile. It, so okay, let's just read out the, the, the... The madness text, yeah. yeah. So if you discard this card, discard it into exile... When you do, cast it for its madness cost or put it into your graveyard. Okay, so what's happening here? If you discard the card uh, as part of a cost, the trigger goes on the stack and now you can stack both. Uh, you have to decide to cast it or put it in your graveyard before you resolve your ability that you just went off on. Mm. But if the ability is... If you discarded the card due to the mad profit. Uh, ability, no, mad profit is part of the cost. Hmm. But if you discard the card, part of the uh, part as part of the ability, say like Jace, uh, Vrin's Prodigy, the card goes to exile. It doesn't hit the graveyard. The trigger only goes on the stack, so it triggers. But the trigger only goes on the stack once Jace's ability resolves. So, for example, if you've got four cards in your graveyard. And you active, uh, you activate Jace's ability. You discard, uh, let's say, uh, Fiery Temper. Mm. Fiery Temper goes to exile. Jace's ability resolves. Only see if, sees four cards in the graveyard, uh, and will not flip. Will not flip. Only once, uh, Jace's ability, ability resolves. resolves now you, you get to decide if you want to madness. If you yeah, you want to cast it for madness cost or you want to put it back in the I graveyard. See, so it's very, it's slightly different. Actually, I it's very they, different. I right? think that it's it's the same. They just make it a lot clearer on where the card will be at every at every at, step. Yeah. yeah, at every step. Previously, what would happen is that you at the point where you discard it, you decide whether it goes to an exile or it goes straight into the graveyard. There is no exile zone previously. You decide whether it goes to the graveyard or, or you cast it or for a step. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, that's a trigger. So remember, it's a triggered ability. So this goes on the stack before uh, when people have uh, state-based act, uh, when people check priorities or are given priority. Uh... So yeah, back to Mad Profit. Mad Profit is part of the cost you have to pay, you know, you have to discard the card. So this trigger will go on top of the ability to draw a card. So you have to decide whether you want to activate the ability, uh, you want to pay the madness cost before you draw the card. So you have to be a little careful when you're doing this. Mm. Uh, same goes with the... Uh, reckless Scholar. Yeah, Reckless Scholar as well. 
So uh, no, no, Reckless Scholar is... Draw, oh no, it's draw and discard. Draw, yeah. then discard. Yeah, so Reckless discard. Scholar is slightly different. But Reckless Scholar isn't reprinted in this set. It is. Why? It is? Reckless Scholar, I was just talking to you about it. Oh, holy smokes. Reckless Scholar is so good. Why isn't it's it a, in the it's, enabler? It's basically a... <sighs> it's, it's basically... I think you didn't write it down. It's basically a looter. Yes. For three mana. Uh, and if you discard a creature card, it flips over and becomes a... No, 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 no. That's not Reckless Scholar. Reckless Scholar is just a looter. It's just... <gasps> oh, that was Civilized Scholar. Yeah, that's Civilized oh, okay, Scholar. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, no, Reckless Looter is in here. Yeah, yep. You need to up your game, man. Damn it. I cannot always be yeah, babysitting you. Can't hold you. you. Can't hold your hand. All the time. Oh. Okay, grow up, mate. Man. <laughs> is that it for man. Reckless? Uh, for... Madness Enablers? Of course, there are other Madness Enablers, but these are I think really these are the, the good ones. I think... If you have enough madness cards and enough enablers, these are the the better enablers. Yeah, and these are the the really good madness cards that you want to. Depending play with. on like if you're playing the aggro, aggro build or a, a more mid range control yeah, build. That's true. Yep. Uh, yeah. I yeah we'll have our thoughts about this at the end, but I feel this set goes a little faster, especially if you have the cards, especially mm. for drafting. Maybe in sealed it's a little slower, but uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so we talk about delirium. Uh, delirium. Yeah. So cards that are really good delirium. Let's talk about delirium enablers first. Yeah. Or do you want to talk about the power cards? Yeah, let's talk about the enablers. Okay, so the vessels are really good uh, as enablers because enchantments are very hard to come by. Uh, there, so there's a set of five vessels, of which. I think the green one is the best. I feel. In terms of enabling delirium, yes. Yeah. Uh, because the green one goes one green, so you have the enchantment. The next turn, so for one green and one generic, you can sacrifice it, reveal the top four cards of your library, you may put an artifact creature enchantment, land or planeswalker card from among them. Basically put one card into your hand that is not instant or sorcery. And then dump the rest into your graveyard. Yep. So you got. <laughs> so it's it's a good. Well, like we say, it's the best delirium enabler. Oh my goodness! Because there's card selection. You, so now you have you enchantment. dig four cards in, and then you put three cards into your graveyard. Yeah, you have enchantment. You're probably gonna dump a creature, the, a creature land or land. Yeah, there's three. Uh, if you got an artifact, that would be great. Or instant sorcery. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, second in line is Vessel the, of para, Paramnesia the, the Paramnesium, blue one yeah, yeah. it's basically the, the amount same. of cards you get into your graveyard uh, it's the same and the amount of cards you get into your hand is the same as the green one yeah but the flow that's the thing it's like a different flow it flips different. basically you don't get card selection in this and you get to draw a card too and you, uh, it's the well, same you get, yeah it's the same essentially it's the same it's minus card selection, card selection yeah. yep. uh, even the casting costs are flipped so it's like one the yeah, casting cost is decent. The the mana, the um, mana investment investment is, is, is slightly low same, enough. Yeah, yeah. slightly same, sli- slightly similar. Um. So we have a uh, vessel of malignity, vessel of ephemery, ephemera, and a uh, vessel of volatility. 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 Uh, volatility. Yeah. I think could be quite good. Uh, ramping up. This is like two mana investment. Uh, yeah, you on go turn three, you have five mana. Five mana? Yeah, so okay. that's great. Uh, it does help you with delirium, just maybe not uh, not a very good enabler. So these two, the blue and the green one. Uh, but all the vessels are very good enablers. The other good enabler is an uncommon card and in scarecrow. the form of... Yeah, it's a scarecrow. Uh, what's it called again? Um, scarecrow... Wild Field Scarecrow. Uh, Wild Field Scarecrow. Three colorless, right? one for Defender. Two, so it's, sacrifice Wild Field Scarecrow. Search a library for two basic land, reveal them, put in your hand, shuffle library. Yeah. Uh, so oh, it's put into your hand? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, it's different from the... Um, the one that we thought was a reprint. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so too. Uh, the other one puts two... What's its name? Probably a different casting cost as well. No, it's three mana. Three mana is a two-two... Activation you, cost? Activation is two... Okay. And okay. then you put uh two lands on the battlefield tap. 
but this is a really good activator or in general any artifact creature that hits your graveyard is because it's is one card it's already two types yeah, yeah there's artifact, artifact and, and then there's creature, creature. Yeah. so it's pretty good um, yeah uh, and, and the ability basically gets it into your graveyard that's why it's good yeah so this counts for two already um, what other enablers do we have Delirium bound by moon silver Okay, so Bound by Moon Silver is a great um, removal card, and it allows you to sacrifice a permanent, aka your lands, your enchantments, your uh, creatures, whatever, and then you can move it around, or you can just target the same creature and just sacrifice a permanent. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it. So I was reading the text, and I thought it was attach it to another target creature. No, you attach it to target creature. And you just put it back on. Uh, so you can just target the same creature that's Use this to sacrifice demonic pack. Oh, yeah. And I was just oh, reading, yeah. reading someone's comments. Oh. Hmm. Mm. Eh, eh, eh. But you can only do it at sorcery speed, so... And you can only do it once, so... Yeah. So what? Whatever, right? So I'll, what? do it. I'll do it anyway. No, but you want to bounce demonic pack and then you want to play it again. So this is just like another out if, you know, you messed up. Uh... What else? Well, this is not exactly a delirium enabler. It's a sec outlet. It's a sec outlet. To get you there, basically. And it's free. Uh, you can do it multiple times a turn. No, you cannot. You can. Does it say only once a turn? Yep. Oh, yeah, it says once a turn. I think, I think Wizards is really careful with things, abilities that you could reuse these days. Yeah, like free sacrifice yeah, outlets. They would kept it at like once a turn. How am I going to make my Sorcery blood artist good again? Come on, Watsy. Uh, well <laughs> so these are one of the really good um, few of the good the better enablers yeah uh, and, and we have only one uh, delirium power card that's this what month. you think well there are a few you're biased but anyway uh, but this one is really allow good. you to go on your mindless rant start oh, now autumnal gloom it's not a rant it's like a hype uh, Autumnal Gloom. So this card is uh, Enchantment, by the way. Uh, two generic, one green. Put uh, It's an enchantment. One black. Put the top card of your library into your graveyard. So this is going to be really hard to remove as, uh, as a creature. Like Usually you just have like creature remover and stuff like that. Uh, but it says Delirium at the beginning of your end step. Alright, so not your upkeep. If there are four more card types among uh, cards in your graveyard, transform Autumnal Gloom. It transforms into a 4-4 Trample Hexproof. What the hell? That's insane. That's really insane. It's just a... What I mean it's just a... Four, no, four. It's not I mean, a, unlimited. Um, it's a 4-4 with Hexproof. Just saying. Okay. It's a 4-4 with Hexproof and you do it on turn 3. Potentially, you can do it on turn 3. Uh, you know, you could go turn 1, do that... Uh, even in Sealed, like you can go turn 1, do Vessel, uh, the green Vessel. Uh, turn 2, activate the green Vessel. You put an instant sorcery and a land into the battle, into the graveyard or instant, instant creature land... Uh, and the enchantment hits the graveyard. Basically, enable delivery. Yes! Yes! And cast this on the turn three. Yes! And then turn four, you start swinging with the 4 4 trampler. Yes! Okay. So good. No, then turn turn four, you like stack all your enchantments on it. There's not a lot of enchantments swing. in this deck. Uh, in this set. Well, they're enchantments, but they don't enchant creatures very well. Oh, yeah, that's that. Guys enchantment. Oh yeah, that really goodness! Work. That yeah, is. It makes this a guys then. It makes this a fat guy because there is already hexproof. Yeah, and it's got travel. That's three colors. Good luck to you, mate. Uh, that's four colors because it has black. Well, I couldn't care much. Yeah, for well, the black I think ability. the ability it's, it's, it's just fine. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, okay, so other bombs that you might be looking for. I think. Tribal, um, tribal might be is a thing. Cool, yeah. Uh, tri- vampires tribal seems playable. Uh, but I, yeah, the problem with the tribal is that you need to get some of the rare cards yeah, to align up. But thing. you know, if you do, uh, it's I think it's going to be really powerful. Oh yeah, no, 
talk about like delirium cards. Good ones are like Topogeist. Oh, okay. Top, yeah, Topogeist. Guys, Tooth Collector is also a very good uh, uh, delirium card. And uh, Obsessive Skinner is also very good with delirium. Uh, because when it enters the battlefield, you can put a plus one plus one counter on target creature, which is great. Uh, you can put it on to what's that? What's his name? Uh, Autumnal Gloom. <laughs> uh, and then um, you know, at the beginning of each opponent's upkeep, each opponent's upkeep, if there are four or more cards, then you get put a plus one plus one on target creature. So it grows during your opponent's turn too. Cool. So yeah. Uh. So yeah, good delirium cards. I like. I like. Uh, I think uh, back to tribal. So zombie, vampires, zombie vampires. Yeah, zombie vampires. But the tribal one that really works, I think, is humans. humans? Yeah, humans. We have and enough spirits. humans in the deck. Oh man, there's a lot of humans. Uh, human tribal. If you know, there's the blue white. I think blue white human tribal is going to be quite uh, interesting. Even ever uh, aberrant researcher is a human. Uh, you know, there are plenty of humans. There's a plenty of spirits, though. But the sp- spirits kind of feel a little underpowered, just a little bit. And there's a lot of cards that interact with humans. Uh, like we were talking about the um, there is that uh, rare Thalia. Oh, Thalia's lieutenant. Yeah. Oh goodness, that's like I the imagine reverse. him to be quite powerful. Uh, with enough humans. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, late game, he enters the battlefield, pumps up everybody. Early game, he comes in the battlefield and then you pump him up. Oh, oh and then there's Trouble Inspector. It's one mana, one, two. And then uh, you get to investigate. When investigate. It comes, yeah. It's quite cool. Yeah. Uh, we don't recommend, I think, playing Investigate. Uh, well, yeah. Well, there are cool synergies. No there are cool synergies with Investigate. But uh, I wouldn't really recommend. I we, would you recommend playing mm. investigate? There are quite cool cards that, uh, go with investigate like the ones that not gain as you a life. main, not as a main theme, right? Like just yeah. like if you it's happen really, to have. By the way, you can investigate. And it seems that what he does, uh, have this because um, you know it's. Uh. Uh man, well, what was I thinking? Yeah, it, I don't it, know what were you trying to say. I was trying, I was trying to say, yeah, uh, you know, they put investigate as like a side thing that you're doing. Uh, so you know, you might want to rethink uh making investigate. But if you've got a lot of investigate cards and a lot of uh synergies to investigate, why not just try it out? I you know, it's cool. Like Uvenwall mysteries, this one's cool. Uh, whenever a token, non-token creature you control dies, you investigate. Whenever you sacrifice a clue, you put a 1-1 one, one white human soldier creature token onto the battlefield. So, it, you know, for two mana, you can always have, you know, your, your creatures will always have, uh, rege- not regenerate, but will multiply. And you get to draw a card. Uh, so, what else were we talking about? Yeah, uh, I think some bombs as well. Behind the scenes is a crazy, crazy bomb. So this is an un- uncommon card. Two generic, one black. It's an enchantment. Creatures you control have Skulk, which is pretty good. But for four generic and a white, creatures you control get plus one, plus one until end of turn. Oh, it's a white? Yeah, it's a white. So it's a black-white. Oh, okay, you have okay. to play in a black-white strategy. But so all your creatures are like... Skulk. Sk- I think Skulk is... A powerful ability. Skulk is is gonna break some people's backs during. Uh, you're gonna die to one ones. You're gonna die to zero ones. Like yeah, I can't block true. that. I can't block that shit. What? Unblock and then pump. Yeah. So, uh, you go to declare attackers and then they can't block. So you go to declare blockers. They can't block. At the end of declare blockers, you just pump the shit out of your creatures, and then you know deal him like tons and tons of damage, and it makes uh combat math really really oh well it doesn't make combat math difficult because uh it pumps all the creatures together but uh, it does put a lot of pressure on your opponents you know on your opponent's side uh so yeah behind the scenes if you open one of these it's a really good playable yeah it's very playable in your sealed deck um even without white 
you know, your creatures having skulk is good enough and it's going to give your opponent a lot of things to think about. Uh, with that said, do you want to give a wrap-up of... Yeah. I'm, of uh, all the stuff, like... I look forward to playing this Saturday. Mm. Uh, one thing we do advise you not to do is to try to mill your opponents unless yeah. you have... Uh, what's that? The unless you're sure they, they're not... Well, then again... The delirium cards they don't have to play delirium to have delirium exactly cards, like yeah. toppergeist is topless geist is without, fine. without delirium is fine yeah it's a one mana one one uh, pretty oh, good yeah stuff. we don't recommend you milling your opponents unless you know you can you win. really are going to push it you open two of that mythic <laughs> sorcery <laughs> that's hilarious uh, four mana you know mill the guy like 13 cards yeah. sure man if you open two of those that'll be great if you have it in your opening hand. Well, yeah, I'm gonna so be a little bit sad, but okay. Uh, yeah, looks looks to be a. It looks to be a great set. I feel like. Uh, I wouldn't put it past that we're gonna have a lot of fun this Saturday. It's less splashy than the Eldrazi's for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh. Uh, you've got to commit to a color. You got to commit to like two colors. Uh, the lands are uncommon and rare, so it's a little harder for you to pull off. Uh, the lands don't allow no, you there to is filter a, mana. There is a common um, land that warp, searches. Yeah, warp, warp landscape. landscape. Yeah, it, it's, a good uh, it's, a, it's a good. Yeah, delirium enabler. It's a good uh, fixer as well. Mm, yes, but uh, you got to pay two mana for that. Mm. Really tough. It's okay. At least it doesn't come into play tap. Uh, yeah, and it produces one mana it, by it, itself. I think when you when you cut, when you lay it down, it, it mm. produces one colorless. So it's okay. Uh. So yeah. Pretty cool set. Mm. I like. Can't okay, wait so. for Saturday. Uh. Okay. So. Let's wrap. Let's wrap up. Where are we at the one hour mark? That's okay. Cool. That's not bad. Uh. So yeah. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Power 9 Podcast. We've been discussing the sealed strategies and hopefully you'll do really well uh, this Saturday. Uh, take a picture, send it to our Instagram, tag us in it. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll send you back. We'll do an automatic follow. We'll send you back dick pics. Yeah. Just kidding. Trick pics. No. Fake pics. No. Dick fake pics. Fake pics. Like we, we have like little figs. And then we send it back to them. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Big pics. No. Uh, all right. So, yeah. Um, take a picture of your pools. Uh, and, yeah, just tag us in it. And uh, we'll we'll follow you. Because we don't have anybody else to follow. Yeah. Uh, sad, we hope you have lots people. of fun this Saturday uh, playing this set. Open them planeswalkers. Yeah, man. There are so many planeswalkers. Open so, them mythics. There's so many mythics in the set. There uh, are 18 uh, If you open any mythic, set. I hope you open the planeswalker. I yeah. uh, hope you open well. Uh, so yeah, we're going to end off the show right now. Um, you've been listening to Power 9 Podcast. Uh, every week, you can find our episodes on... Power9podcast.com, mtgcast.com, iTunes, Stitcher. We still are on Stitcher. Uh, so yeah, you can listen there or any of your podcasts, uh, you know, apps that you use. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash, it's not Power9podcast, but just search up Power9podcast. Yeah, just search Power9podcast. Uh, we're going to do be doing a lot of video content soon. Um you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash power9podcast uh, to get the latest updates on things that we are doing and also musings that we have. Uh, we post up a lot more nowadays about crazy things that we, we come across. Yeah, we do. No, actually you do. I don't do. Uh, Thank you, mate. Yeah, good job, Thank good you. job. Not we, you. Me. Well, then again. Gives Edwin pat on the back. I've not been posting a lot <laughs> these days. Good job, Edwin. Uh, glad that you know that. Uh, you can find us on what was I gonna go Twitter no Instagram I Instagram and <laughs> see that's why you have to write things like that no. <laughs> I Instagram uh, this, this is the science version it's Einstein Einsteingram 
Uh, you also can find us on Instagram at Power9Podcast uh, and you can also find us on Twitter at Power9Podcast. The 9 is the number 9. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, this episode is not divisible by 13. Sadly. Or it, neither is the Power 9 unless you include 4 more cards then we can be divisible by 13. Uh, so yeah, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week uh, with our thoughts on the sealed pool that we had and how crappy our weekend was. Or how fantastic our weekend was. Uh, so yeah. For myself and Edwin, we are signing off. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I forgot to mention. You can find me at the Asian Judge. You can find Edwin. I don't remember. At Edwin Underscore, Tasty Co- underscore uh, TCW. TCW. Tasty Coma mm. Wife. Uh, and yeah, I stream once in a while. Uh, you can find me on Twitch, the Asian Judge. So yeah. There's a lot of ways you can come into contact with us. Just keep your eyes out. We're everywhere. Uh, so for myself and Edwin, we are signing off. Have fun. Play more magic. Ciao. Ciao.